It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Paying It Forward. It's Josephine here, and boy, we're going to have a great show today. I'm so excited. So before we get started, let's start with the business tip of the week. So I probably have said this before in the past five years. I can't believe I'm doing my radio show for going on six years this year. But one of the most important things I found in running my business is that it's so important as entrepreneurs that we are brutally honest with ourselves and we do the tasks in our business that we are really, really good at. But if there is something that you're not so good at, or maybe you're really, really good at it, but you hate doing it. It's really important that you don't get bogged down. Try to hire somebody, even if you do it on a temporary basis, if you hire a, a consultant, whatever it is, try to hire somebody that can take that job to the next level where it needs to go so you don't get bogged down and try to create excuses for you not doing something. I'll give you a perfect example for myself. It's my paperwork, how I dread doing paperwork. And I think it creates a block for me. So what I've recently done is um, I've hired somebody to just take care of the stuff, my paperwork stuff that I just don't like doing. Um, I had to file a claim recently, so I was able to just hand that stuff over. It was able to get done on a timely basis, and I was able to do what I'm really good at, which is running my business. So that's the business tip of the week. So with that, um, I cannot wait to invite my guest on our show today. He's a very special guest because I actually just met him recently at a Shark Tank open casting call in New York City and it was so funny because when I invited him to be on my radio show he turned to me and he said oh I've actually have done one in before and funny enough we kept talking and sure enough he was on Toginet Radio so I'm so so happy to invite back to Toginet Radio and welcome you to Paying It Forward. Our guest today is Booyar Hyrula. So welcome, Booyar. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Josephine? <laughs> I'm good. One of the toughest jobs of being a radio host for me personally is the pronunciation of some tough names. And I have to say, I'm putting you at number one for over five years. How's that, Booyar? Oh, it's okay. I'm used to it. <laughs> so listen, how exciting. Did you have fun at the open casting call? I mean, when we actually got to do the pitch, it was nice. And, you know, meeting you and meeting a couple of the people, and that was nice. But waiting around for about, you know, almost nine hours altogether, you know, that wasn't so great. 
But altogether, it was a really great experience just because, you know, you get to meet people. And, and it's something that you can mark off your list that you put a goal to do it and you said, you know what, I'm going to go for it. And so if nothing ventured, nothing gained. Yeah, I tend to agree with you there. It's funny because as we discussed, I had actually gone to a casting call for another production company years ago, about eight years ago. And I'll tell you, I did exactly what you said. I waited around that time for nine hours. And by the time I got up, it was a little different because they actually had the cameras on us and they were filming us. So imagine after waiting around for nine hours and then cameras, lights, action, and you're on, I almost died. <laughs> because, you still have positive you know, and cheery and, and be all happy about it. And you're like, oh, yeah, everything's great. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, but this time around, I decided to just go. And thankfully, I got the wristband at the last at the ninth hour. But I'm not so sure that was such a good decision either, because I think they were exhausted. What do you think, Booyar? What time did you I, I was definitely tired because I live about an hour away from from the location. I had to drive my car about an hour to park in North Jersey. I live in central Jersey. And then from there, I had to take two trains to get to, you know, Midtown, where ABC Studios is. So by the time we were done, I didn't get out of there until 9 o'clock that night. So, again, you know, the trek back, you have to wait for the trains, then get your car, wait for Valley to get your car. And get home to almost 10.30 that night. So it was like a 12-hour process. I felt like I was working without being at work. It was amazing. How funny is that? Well, you won't believe what time I went on. I what was one of the last ones to go on. I went on, it was about 20 to 11. Wow. Can you imagine? 20 to 11 at night. I didn't get home till after midnight. But, oh um, and I felt bad because I felt like the crew was exhausted by that point. But you know what? Whatever is meant to be is meant to be. And the fact that we actually have our applications in, I think that was almost the most important part. Do you? Absolutely. You know, back in January, I submitted like an email, like a little, I did about a five or six minute email. Because I remember corresponding with Mindy Zinsk, um, you know, a few months prior. And I said, what's the best way if you want to apply for the show? Is it better to do email or open call? And she said, well, if you can do the open call, do it. You know, but either way, we check the emails. But I 100% feel that if you can showcase your product in person with your personality and bring it to life, you know, that's the best way to go. And we'll see how it actually works. But, you know, I think that's the, that's the best option. Yeah, that sounds great. So I recently, I don't know if you know, well, before I ask you this question, tell us who Mindy is and how maybe some of our listeners can, you know, follow her on Twitter. Yeah, she is one of the one of the five or six casting uh, people that were there that day at the open call. Um, I believe her, I'll find, I'll find her Twitter for you, for you, or people can just, you know, search her on, on Twitter and they can just search her first name is Mindy, M-I-N-D-Y, and her last name is Zinsk, Z-I-N-S-K. And I actually found her through listening to another podcast similar to yours, a guy who's actually oh, wow. a Shark Tank blogger. So, you know, it's one person leads to another. Yeah, that's so funny. Okay, so that's that. And then uh, what was my question? I forgot what I was going to ask you. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. So on Facebook the other day, I don't know if you know, but there's a whole group of people that have actually appeared on Shark Tank and they have this whole entrepreneur group and it's just entrepreneurs helping entrepreneurs, which is very similar to my show, Paying It Forward. It's all about people helping each other. Did you know that existed? 
Um, I actually got solicited by somebody uh, that I met at the International Houseware Show uh, last month. I showcased my product, Shape and Bake, at the International Houseware Show in Chicago in March. And towards the end of the show, it's about four or five day show, and uh, one of the gentlemen, you know, started introducing himself. He was in the inventor's corner as well. And he uh, sent me an email the other day saying, you know, we're going to be forming a type of Facebook group uh, to help each other out. I don't know if this is the same one, but what's the name of the of the Facebook page that you're talking about? It's just called Shark Tank. Shark Tank, um, I don't know. I, I'll, look, I'll look it up. Wait, let me just see. I can find it right now. Uh, let's see. Okay. Here it is. Shark Tank Entrepreneur, it's called. Shark Tank Entrepreneur. Okay. So that's good for any listeners out there if you just want to go and see what other people are doing in order to get on Shark Tank. And these are experienced people that actually made it on the show. Oh, so, wow. all right. With that, Booyah, talk, talk to me about your product. I think it is the, one of the most amazing products out there. I'm a baker myself. So when you came up and we – we're getting to know each other, and you showed me your flyer. I could, or your sales sheet, I could not believe how good it was. I love your product, so tell my listeners about it. I really appreciate the nice words. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to preface this by saying I am not a baker. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I, do not I am, and I appreciate your product. <laughs> right. I, my big experience, uh, you know, I can follow the directions on the back of a box and, and get some frosting out of a, of a can and... and or a tub and, and put it on top and put some candles and some sprinkles. Um, I've gotten a little bit better since then, but my product is called Shape and Bake. The website is bakeanyshape.com, um, and you can follow similar on Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest. Uh, it's basically a modified cake ring set. So for, for people that were not familiar about cake rings like me, when I first, you know, thinking about this idea, started thinking about it, it it's basically a cake ring is a bottomless bakeware set. It's a mold that doesn't have a bottom. So the way people bake with it is they put it on a parchment paper lined baking tray. They spray the inside with some baking spray or some oil or some flour. They fill it up halfway and they bake it. When your cake is done baking or your brownies or whatever you're baking, you simply just pull it off. So you don't have to, it's like a regular pan where you have to scrape it off and you know, hopefully you know, it doesn't stick to the bottom and everything else. You pull it off, you have nice sharp edges. So what my product is, is basically think of like cake rings and train track sets where you can connect partial shapes together with a clip and pre-cut parchment paper. Because you can take this custom design hinge clip that I created and connect partial shapes, you can literally make almost any shape you can think of. You know, I know some people will say, oh, well, can you make Antarctica or can you make Africa? I'm like, well, you have to, you know, use common sense with it. But you can literally do just about any shape you want. So the, the kit that we're starting off with to bring to the public this summer is a starter kit. The starter kit has about 12 shapes, 8 clips, and 500 sheets of the pre-cut parchment paper. Inside, you'll get an instruction booklet. It's two pages. You'll be able to do over 35 designs with that kit. The retail price will be $39.99. With it, and it's all stainless steel, you can do circles, rectangles, squares, hearts, triangles, a leprechaun hat, St. Patty's Day, a fish, a pencil for the first day of school for your kid. The possibilities are endless, you know, once you start to get really creative with it. And then as we see how the demand for the product grows, then we're going to introduce a master kit. 
and give you a lot more shapes and options, and you can buy them individually also. So you'll be able to do amazing things, which you can see on the website. Well, this is great. I have to tell you, um, I love the fish that you have, you. you know, on your current box, on your um, on your flyer, or I should say on your website also. I, I think it's just all so creative. And what I love about your product is that nowadays everything's all about the electronics it's so nice to actually spend time with your kids in the kitchen because it really is a bonding experience and in my opinion nothing's better than bonding with your kids when you can actually sit there and have your child be creative with the shapes that they want to make and I'll tell you when they're young and they can create all these different types of shapes with baking they're so proud of it and they want to take pictures and they want to share it, you know, with their teachers for show and tell. I think it's just really, really, really great. So, Booyar, I'm excited to hear more about your product, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back shortly. Stay with us, everyone. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, All quilters, just like you, call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. And find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I'm so excited about our guest. We have Booyar Hyrula with us. And um, Booyar came up with a great product um, called Bake Any Shape, 
And Buyar, so before break, we were just talking about how great it is that um, you can spend a lot of time in the kitchen with your kids having fun. So let's go back one step and tell us about the story. Why did you come up with this product? Right. So it, just like how we met at Shark Tank, you know, you and me, were both big Shark Tank fans, along with millions of other people. Right. So I started watching the show probably about two years ago, you know, roughly. And I thought it was a great show. I thought it was entertaining because it was similar to American Isle. They had, you know, the people on there that had no business being on there for the entertainment. Um, and, but they still, the professors, the sharks there, they were still kind enough to give them advice. And so what I was doing is, you know, is that basically I was being educated at the same time while I was being entertained. So I was watching the show for about, let's say, six months. And I had always had a desire to own my own business, but I could never think of the right opportunity. So I was like, you know, it'd be pretty cool if I can come up with an idea to get on the show. So while I was watching that show, just as quick, you know, understanding for how I came about the idea here, I read a book by Timothy Ferris called The 4-Hour Workweek. I think I mentioned that to you when we met. I love that book. I've read it too. Such a great book, and it's an easy read. So if any of your listeners uh, want to pick it up, it's, it's not that much money either. Um, just pick it up, and, and, and you'll get educated. Um, so the book is basically a blueprint for creating a product-based business. So after I read that, I was like, oh, okay, well, this is what I need to do. Because I didn't want, because I, I have a full-time job, and I didn't want to own another full-time job. I said, you know, I want to live. Um, so the goal was to create a product that I can, you know, basically buy my time back with. So I thought of two ideas, and I was like, well, I did a lot of research. I was like, well, that's not the right ideas for the show, because the show, if you pay attention to the lessons they teach you, they say it has to have a broad appeal. You know, not a niche, necessarily a niche market, but a broad appeal, something that everybody can like, something that saves people time and money, and something that's creative and fun and cool and, you know, people will like to use. So one night, I was watching the show with my wife. You know, we're watching this show. It's a Tuesday night. And I told her, you know, I was like, Amina, I was like, I got to find a way to get on this show. And so then I look at my living room table. I see a piece of cake. And I say, well, why can't I have any shaped cake I want? So then I start Googling, and I start drawing, and I see nothing was really out there what I was doing. And then I just started, you know, saying, okay, what could I do to make any shape cake? And then I started searching. And I said, let me keep this simple. I said, what is a shape? Because everybody knows what a shape is, but what constitutes a shape? So I Googled what's a shape, and then I saw a graph. And then I found cake rings, which I never heard of before. I was like, oh, <laughs> well, if these work, then all I have to do is find a way to cut these up a little bit and connect them. And if I can find a way to make it so it doesn't leak, then I'll be okay. <laughs> so Amazing. Uh, you know, right. So one thing leads to another. I started you know, cutting out some cured cardboard boxes and playing around with them. And then I went to Michael's and I bought some tin, crafts on, tin cans on clearance for like 99 cents. And I started cutting those up. And one thing led to another. And I had a buddy make a machine. If I had a machine shop make me some stainless steel pieces. I, I tested it out with a regular, you know, side by side with a regular piece of a, of a cake ring that I bought from Solar Top, and I did a prayer, and it worked. I was like, wow, this actually works, you know? So I was like, there you go. So that's the long and short story of it. Well, I think it's great. So how long have you been doing this? Well, what I did is I start, I came up with that idea back in March, towards the end of March of 2014, and my my biggest concern with entering into a venture like this because I knew it was going to take some money and take some time 
And I didn't want to spend a lot of money on something that I wasn't unsure of, because this is an, even though cake rings have been around for hundreds of years, this is an untested concept. So my whole concern with the thought process of bringing this, you know, step by step to the market was doing as much research and saving as much money without spending a lot of it at the same time. So for one tip I can give to people, if they're, you know, if they have a great idea um, and, and they want to try it, Number one, don't send it to one of the companies you hear on the television or you see on TV, on the radio. Gosh, says, oh, can you it. imagine that people actually do that? Let me tell you something, because I, I speak from personal experience. About 12, 13 years ago, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit more than that, you know, I had a great idea for a product, and I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know anything about getting it developed. So I saw one of those companies. I don't want to say which one it is. And right. I was like, okay, you know, they know what they're talking about. Let me give them, you know, all my money. I gave them $7,500, which I financed. And in the end of it, Ugh. all I got was a design patent. So with the design patent, unless it's something that's extremely unique, that somebody can't just knock off by manipulating very easily, you're really just, you know, wasting your lot of, a lot of your money, which, you know, I found out, you know, the hard way back then and with the advice of a lawyer. Um, so anyway, back, back to fast forward to present day. What I'm, my advice is for anybody that's pursuing a product-based business is try to do your research before you spend your money. So mm-hmm. important. I went to probably seven or eight SCORE seminars. And for your listeners, you know, if they're not familiar with SCORE, it's an acronym. It stands for Service Center of Retired Executives. 100% free. All their it's so great. I, I use them as well, Boo York. Go ahead. Yeah. You can explain more. Yeah. It's such a great service because they're mid to upper level management people or, or business owners like yourself that all they care about is, like your show, paying it forward. The best feeling you can have in life, in my opinion, is when you're able to impart your knowledge and help somebody else out. That's why I'm so happy to be on your show um, because you're helping me out the same way in the term that we're having this cool conversation. It's a great time, but we're also helping out a lot of other people. And I love that. I love whatever I know, whatever I can do to help you out. I'm going to try to help you out. And that's the way I live my life. I think it's great. And I feel the same way. And you know, Booyah, I always tell the story as to why I came up with the idea for my show. And the reason is because like yourself, you know, I made every mistake I possibly could make with my first product when I came out and I tried to get a patent for my product. I spent a crazy amount of money. And after making all these mistakes, and like you said, I had financed a loan. You know, I took out a loan to pay for all of my mistakes, and I'm still paying back the loan. It's a horrible feeling. Mm -hmm. And the only way I could feel better about all this is if I felt that I was helping other people avoid the mistakes I was making. And that's... That's how we are on the phone today, you know, doing the show. Yep, and it's a great feeling. So that's, yeah. that's, the, that's the gist of it. Uh, do your research. For, for the people that are listening, do your research. It's so easy to spend money. You know, I've, I've probably put about, I'm going to, like, my, my, my idea was like, okay, I'm only going to spend about five to $10,000 on this. I'm already close to fifty grand, and I haven't sold one kid yet. It's hysterical. My wife, my wife got to the point where she's given up on me. She's just like, you know what? Just go ahead. Just do it. You know, we'll pay it off somehow. Well, I have to tell you, you know what? I spent a lot of money on Booyar because I've been doing it a little longer than you. So hopefully you can learn from my mistakes. 
I actually made a huge mistake with my packaging the first time around. And just to let you know, I spoke to my package designer who's happy to help you with yours. So we'll do that connection after the show. But um, I made a terrible mistake with my package. The first package I made was a nightmare. I actually got lucky and was on the shelves of Bye Bye Baby. And with the wrong package, I was like, oh, gosh. So that was my mistake number one. Then I was desperate to go out there and really try to find a new package designer. And I spent two and a half days online, every linked book designer you can imagine. And I just kept researching, researching, researching. After two days, I said to myself, oh, my God, I just wasted two days of my life. But the truth of the matter is, an hour later, I decided to go with my package designer, and he did a phenomenal job. So packaging is really, really important. So that was something that I needed to do. But, you know, as far as spending the money, oh, this is where I wanted to go with this, is that I then started to go to trade shows. And it's almost like a drug where you go to the trade shows, everybody, the buyers in my experience, are very nice and cordial. And of course, you know, yes, we'll take, we'll buy your product. You get home and you try to get them on the phone. It's nearly impossible. And it's very, very frustrating because mm-hmm. every time you go through an experience like that, you're like, oh, but this trade show is going to be different from the last. And it's very hard. So I think you really have to say to yourself, how much money am I really willing to spend and do everything you can to stay within that budget? But it's hard, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Because one thing leads to another. Like that trade show I was talking about, the International Houseware Show, that was actually recommended to me by one of the gentlemen uh, who was at the first course seminar I went to. And he said, you know, you got to go to McCormick Place. And I didn't know what that was. And then I researched it. That show it was invaluable because of the feedback that I received and, you know, and, and the permission to move forward, you know, based on, on all the guidance and everything that I've received from people and, and the good words. But it also cost me about $5,000 between, you know, airfare, hotel, uh, yep. space, which was like $2,700 just for that. And then I did a press event, you know, like a month before that, thinking I'm going to get all this great coverage and everything else. So you're right. It can lead one thing can lead to another, and before you know it, you've got you know a lot of money that you still have to pay off. Well, this is what it is. So even that five thousand dollars that you spent, and don't feel bad because I actually once spent ten thousand dollars. It was because it was in San Diego. I had a booth there. It was a lot, a lot of work. And when you're doing it on your own, it's really hard. And even just the the hotel rooms can be almost, you know, $800 because usually these events go for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. It's your clothing that, you know, you have to really look the part. I mean, your printed material, you know, every colored sheet of paper was whatever, 75 cents. It all adds up when you're doing a couple of hundred of them. Oh, yeah. And you got to ship your product, you know, depending on if it's something small that you can carry on the plane with yourself or if it's big, if you have a if you have to set up your booth and you have to hire a company to set up the booth because you want a nice looking booth. You don't want just want something small and cheesy looking because you want to impress people. There's a lot of intangible costs that, you know, that they that they you forget or you don't realize that adds into the cost of putting on a successful trade show event. I'll tell you. And I do mention this 
you know, I did mention this before on my show, but this is an important thing. My biggest expense, can you imagine what my biz- biggest expense is, Booyar, when I go away on business? Uh, food? It's child care. Oh, child care. Yeah. Child care at home. It's a huge, huge expense for me to take a trip. So you really have to think twice about it. And I've tried to... um I've tried to say to myself, how much money is it going to cost me and what is going to be the return on investment? And return on investment sometimes really has to be in dollars. Like before I used to always say, oh, but I'm getting my name out there. I'm getting my name out there. But Booyard, years later, I'm all about the dollars because if you're if you don't focus on the sales and the dollars, it can't be – it can't your business can't be a hobby. And they say that an awful lot on Shark Tank. You really have to look at the numbers. So, you know, every show we go to, imagine our products aren't that expensive. Imagine how much product we have to make, we have to sell just to break even. Right, right. With the hope of maybe getting a deal with a large box store, you know, which everybody wants. And yeah, yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot uh, lot of risk involved. But okay, with that, we're halfway through our show. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be back shortly. So hang in there with us, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, right after these on toginet.com. Hi, everybody. This is Pete Six of Beatles and Beyond. Why don't we all come together and hear some of the tracks off the latest Beatles release on this radio station. Why don't you look up the schedules on this radio station and join me and Beatles listeners everywhere to hear these latest releases from the Beatles on Beatles and Beyond with Pete Dix. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. 
Well, welcome back to Paying Gift Forward. I'm so excited. We have Booyar Hyrula with us. And Booyar, um, I, you know, we've just been talking about your great um, invention here, your Shape and Bake product, which is absolutely amazing. So I'm going to go through a couple of quick questions about your business. So Booyar, tell me, what was the biggest challenge so far that you've experienced with your business? Uh, manufacturing, 100% manufacturing. Uh, you can be the most creative person in the world, uh, but if you have a tricky part like my custom design hinge clip is, um, a lot of companies don't want to tackle it or they want you to spend an insane amount of money uh, just for tooling costs or setup costs and, and they want you to commit to, you know, let's say 10,000 or 100,000 units. And, and if you're just starting out, you don't have the money to spend on that because, one, you don't even know what's going to even happen with your product if you're even going to sell a lot of them, you know, to, to justify spending that much money. So manufacturing has been the trickiest. Yeah, I agree. And I could tell you oh, what a nightmare I had with my first product. They made me pay for my tooling two times. Can you imagine? Mm. And I even went to China and I was holding the tooling in my hand. I don't know why I didn't take that tooling home with me because I owned it, you know. Mm. But um, anyway, manufacturing is so, so important. So try to talk around and really just get a manufacturer that you can really trust. You right. know, and my the, first one was a disaster, but I'm very fortunate that my second manufacturer has been truly honest with me. And, um, you know, a lot of times they say the product is going to be here on a certain day. Always give yourself um, a little leeway. You haven't gotten right. to that point yet, right, Booyar? Well, we're waiting. We finally got it. Took It took me... It took me a really long time uh, of getting the runaround from more manufacturers than I can count. Um, mm-hmm. And finally, I ended up just hiring a company down in Florida called Source Direct that they sourced. I just said, like, kind of like what you were saying at the beginning, just pay somebody. Because I was spinning mm-hmm. my wheels and getting frustrated with manufacturers here stateside. And, and I was like, I'm tired. I'm tired of trying to you know, give people money. So I paid the man. I paid the people down in Florida. And now what they did was they, you know, they worked with me on the name. We changed the name from Bake Any Shape to Shape and Bake. You know, they worked with me on the packaging, which I still have to work on some more. And, but they actually were able to find a manufacturer somewhere in China that are producing it. So now they're in the, starting the process of doing the molding. So uh, they tell me 16 to 90 days. Uh, so hopefully July uh, we'll have it here. But, you know, I never believe it until it's in my hands. So we'll see what happens. Right. So tell us a little bit more about Source Direct. What do they do? I think one of my friends actually uses them. Do they, like, do all of the – they handle the manufacturer? They do everything? Do they do the they, pick, pack, and ship? Yeah, they'll do everything. They'll take your idea that you have in your mind and make it come to life. You know, it's a really great service. Um, you have to pay for it, but nobody works for free, so just remember that. And you get what you pay for because when I try to come up with a package design myself – it was horrible, <laughs> um, but they made something look pretty professional, and then we're just going to tweak it a little bit more to get it to where um, where I think it needs to be. But, well, that's yeah, the whole thing is that we we are not package designers, you know, and that's not our expertise. So just go to somebody, and I'll tell you, I even had a package designer who did it for a big, big company, and he still didn't know my market. And what I needed to do was find a package designer who really knew kids' products. Like so he knew, he knew what needed to be on that 
pro, uh, package because one of my prior guests was the packaging diva, Joanne Hines, and she's the packaging woman. She knows everything about packaging. And she said to us, you have six seconds to get the attention of a consumer as she's in pushing her shopping cart with her kids, you know, screaming mm-hmm. and yelling. So packaging was super, super important. Was there another lesson you learned along the way that you'd like to share with us? You you want to control your excitement. And everybody's excited about anything when they're first starting it out, you know, whether it be a relationship or a new job or whatever you have. And then then the actual, the hard work starts to come into a place. So what I did to control my excitement is I tried to write down everything step by step, whether I put it in my mind or I put it down on paper, I said, okay, I don't want to go to this part of the process until I'm done with the, the other part of the process. Because it's, like I said before, it's easy to spend money. And I want to stress that. Save your money. Because you okay. can file, for example, a trademark or you can file for an LLC. You can do that right away, but there's no point until you see that there's going to be actually a business to base your cost of forming an LLC around and paying your state fees or paying the USPTO, you know, the trademark fees. There's no point in doing any of that until you know, okay, um, first I need to make sure I have something that I can sell. So save your money. Do everything step by step. The money is going to have to get spent in the future sooner or later, but there's no point in spending it now if you can save yourself the money now. You're so right. And once again, I did it with my first company. I did everything right away. And with my second shot with my new um, product, I did exactly what you said. It's so funny when I look at my second product, how much it actually costs me to bring to the marketplace. It is probably one one hundredth of what it costs for my first product that didn't really even make it to the to the marketplace successfully. So but it's all experience, you know, Booyar. Right. I had somebody say to me once, this is your, you know, this is your MBA. This is your master's degree. All these mistakes you've made in business is a, considered a master's degree. Yeah. I would and, I would have felt okay with that if I don't, you know, if I didn't have my master's degree on top of it. <laughs> right. But, it, but it's all experience, you know. The only way you really know is when you do it yourself. Yeah. Um, educate yourself. Educate yourself so much. Do the research. Go anywhere where you can get free advice from reputable people like yourself. You know, listen to these types of radio shows. Do what you have to do to make yourself as knowledgeable as possible. Uh, because when you get to the point where you start to have to negotiate with people, people will sense if you're a novice, if you don't know what you're talking about. And I definitely don't know everything, but I've done enough research to sound very knowledgeable because I've, you know, because I've had to learn it on the fly. And it's gotten to the point where people are coming to me for advice, like they come to you for advice. So yeah. just educate yourself and, and do yourself that favor. I agree. So one thing about bringing a product to the marketplace, and I'll have to tell you, it's so different today than it was even when I came out with my first product, my first version of Glovies, is because when I went to my retail stores, I mean, the fact that Bye Bye Baby took my product at one of the, at the very first trade show I ever went to, it was the ABC Kids Trade Show. Are you familiar with that show? No, which one is that? You should de- – uh, here I go again. You should definitely go to that. But um, 
it it's all the moms a lot of moms or a lot of the buyers to all of these retail stores are there but that was actually a really good show for me and um Bye Bye Baby came up to me and she said, you know, I like your product. I'd like to give you a shot in our stores. And it was, in in hindsight, I think it was just luck. But um, it was great to get my product on the shelf. But what I've learned now is it's so important to educate the consumer, let people know who and what you are so that when you get on the shelf, people are in the stores looking for it to get it off the shelf. You know, somebody said to me a long time ago, right in the very, very beginning, that getting on the shelf is easy. It's getting off the shelf. And if you don't get off that shelf quick enough, Mm -hmm. they'll pull your product from the shelf. So it's, it's really important that you know that. And it's just like I have a lot of authors on my show. A lot of times, it's not the book that you've written, just like with us. It's not the product. It's letting the world know that you exist. So do you, yeah, it's really, really important. And as far as my Glovies goes, so you get in front of the retail buyer. The first question out of their mouth, just like on Shark Tank is, so tell us about your sales. Well, you just came up with the idea. People want to see that you have traction. And one of the best things out there for us now is that there's Amazon. I mean, every mom out there, my kids aren't that old. I have an 8, an 11, and a 12-year-old. I'm talking about eight years ago, everybody wasn't using Amazon the way that they are today. It's like, how often do you say to yourself, oh, I don't even want to go to the store and get online just to buy a few things. I'll just ship everything through Amazon. So right. we could do the same thing with our product. We put our products on there. And I will tell you, it's amazing how many orders I get per day. And I'm not really doing anything. The people are Googling on Amazon disposable gloves and I'm getting tons and tons of orders. So Fantastic. I would strongly suggest that you try that with your product as well. Yeah, I actually have them set up. They're one of the first uh, vendors I set up for a direct retail relationship. Uh, so once I have the product stateside, then they're going to be one of the first people I'm going to send it to. Because they have warehouses all over the world. So they'll, they'll ship it everywhere, which is great. I think it's great. And Booyar, I love the fact that you're doing all of this before you even have the product in hand. Because when the product is shipped, the minute that product hits the warehouse – the clock is ticking because you're paying for that storage. So -hmm. the quicker you can get your product in the warehouses of the big stores or however you're deciding to distribute, um, I think that's that's great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, What I'm going to offer to the listeners is, you know, like I'll offer to anybody that, you know, supports me, I'll support them, is, you know, like the Facebook page, um, and then before I let people, you know, get it for the general public, I'm going to just let give them a heads up. So here, this is going to be available, and, you know, whoever wants it, you know, this is when we're going to start selling it. And everybody likes to be the first in line, you know. Um, but yeah. it'll be a great thing for people to try out. They're going to like the product, and if they don't, they can always return it. It's not the end of the world. But most people, once they see how easy and simple it is to use, they're going to be like, oh, wow, this is, this is amazing. I can't believe nobody ever thought of this before. I like it <laughs> simple. I love it. I think it's a great product. I can't wait to use it. I, I'm already trying to think what I would um, 
what's going to be my first shape. But it, it'll be a lot of fun. I love spending time in the kitchen with the kids. And your product's going to make make parents have make memories with their kids. And I think that's a beautiful part of the whole concept of your product. So it'll be fun. But we're going to take a quick break right now. And um, Buhar has some great um, business tips for us that we are going to talk about when we come back. So everyone, stay with us and we'll be right back. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Girlfriend It is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central with your hosts Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriend It principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out GirlfriendIt.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have mm-hmm. somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start Living Inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R dot com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back to Paying It Forward. It's Josephine here, and we're wrapping up our show. I've truly enjoyed the show today. Um, we have Booyar Hyrula with us, and Booyar actually um, came up with this incredible product, Shape, Shape and Bake. And um, Buhar, I just wanted to thank you once again for being a part of Paying It Forward. I know you have a crazy, hectic schedule, and you took time out for us, so thank you for that. Yeah. Um, I love the variations of my name you've given me. They're, they're pretty original, too. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this. It's okay. the worst part of being a guest. <laughs> With that, let's um, welcome everybody back to Paying It Forward. And let's um, 
tell my guests how they can get in touch with you. This is your time to tell everybody everything you want to know so that they can get to your website, they can get to your Facebook page, and they can buy your product as soon as it's available. Right. So the product, once again, is called Shape and Bake. And you can just Google it, and it'll bring you right to the website. Website is bakeanyshape.com. You can follow that same tagline, Bake Any Shape, for Twitter, for Facebook, for Pinterest, um, and the YouTube channel, um, and and you'll you'll definitely find me. Uh, But if you go to the website, bakeanyshape.com, you go to the third page. We're... It's basically a stock website right now, but we're going to, you know, get it, you know, revamped before we have to start selling, um, and we'll make it, you know, more up to date. Uh, but the third page will give you all the contact information. It'll bring you to the Facebook page, the YouTube, the Twitter feed, um, and so you'll contact us that way, or you can just send me an email at info i n f o at bakeanyshape dot com. Um, I'll I always reply, you know, as long as you're not soliciting me something crazy, um, but I'll, I'll always reply. Perfect. Okay. I'm so happy that we have that so everybody can get in touch with you. So let's, I always wrap up my show with the five best business tips that my guest has. So let's start with tip number one. Yep. Be persistent and tenacious. Very important. You know what? I think that's probably the most important when you're starting out in a new business because if you're not persistent, you it's so easy to give up, isn't it? How many times did you say to yourself, oh, my God, why am I doing this? Maybe I should just, you know, give up on it. But it's those entrepreneurs that put their head up high and say, I'm not giving up, that really make it happen. Do you agree? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's belief and there's, you know, I'm, I'm – you have to be a little bit realistic sometimes, but if you don't believe, and just like so many of the sharks have said, if you're not excited and if you're not motivated, which is my next tip, use fear as a motivation. If you're not motivated and being the driving force every day on it, saying, how can I get this done and, and getting past all the no's and the closed doors, then, you'll, then no one will do it for you. So you've got to be persistent and, and you can't be afraid. You can't be afraid to try and fail. Otherwise, you'll never get there. Yeah, I think that's great. And, you know, just to talk about Shark Tank a little, so often, you know, I don't know if you saw a couple of weeks ago, there was a mom entrepreneur on and it was a husband and wife team. And, you know, the mom, they were asking her how much time they were, one of the sharks was asking, I think it was Damon, how many hours do you put into your business? And he got really upset with them or she got upset with him in return because she was like, he was not knocking the fact that she was a mompreneur or there were two parents doing it. He was just, it was a fact he was saying that somebody's got to go pick up the kids from school and bring them back. It's a distraction to the business. And he said that if you're not working on your business or on your products, somebody else out there is going to be. So the idea that you have here, use fear as a motivation, goes right into this where Damon was not saying to her, it's bad to be a mompreneur, but he was trying to just say, be realistic. You have to put time into your business. So maybe you have to hire somebody to go pick up your kids or to do the laundry or to do your housework in order for your business to move forward. Do you agree with that? 
100%. Sometimes you just have to pay somebody to do the things that will free up your time. I think as a business owner, um, you have to see yourself as the ringleader of, of, of a crazy chaotic circus. Your job as the ringleader is not to do all the parts of the job because then you're spinning your wheels. Your job is to make sure everybody is doing what they need to do to make the product a success. Yeah, I think that's so important. So I actually went to a conference. Uh, when was it? A couple of years ago. And it was so funny. There had to be about 400 people in this um, in this room. And this incredible speaker got up there and she was asking everybody to stand up. And then she went through this entire list. How many of you are buying, you know, how many of you are paying your own bills? And if you are and you don't have an accountant paying your bills, then um, sit down. And she went through this whole list. How many of you are go to the grocery store and spend an hour buying your groceries and come home and take them out there? If you are, sit down. And she went through this whole entire thing. I think there were five people standing up at the end of 400. And that was her point. She was trying to say, listen, it's either you're going to spend time working on your business or you're going to spend time doing other things. So if you want your business to succeed, you've got to put the time in. Absolutely. So I so. thought that was kind of important, yeah. which is why, you know, a lot of times in my, I talk about things that I'm currently going through and I'm, I have finally decided that I'm going to outsource a lot of stuff, even the management of my household. And you have to wait till you start to make money. A lot of people do, you know, when they start out in their business. But um, it will just allow me to stay laser focused with my business in order for it to bring to to succeed. You have to automate it. You have to automate your life to an extent, which is what the the four hour work week book, uh, you know, harped on. Even having virtual assistants, um, just check your email or go pick up your mail from the post office. You know, you've got to outsource a lot of your things when it makes sense. Obviously, you need to be in charge of, of the decisions that are made, but, you know, you, you're not there to do everything. And if you do, then you're just really going to be spinning your wheels and you're going to give yourself a headache. Yeah, you're so right. All right, let's move on to tip number three. Ask yourself why not. Tell us yeah. about that. Why not? Why not do what you and I did and go try out for Shark Tank? And look at where we are today. You never know where a decision you make to actually try something is going to take you. I, I have stories like you have stories, like we all have stories of when you just gave it a shot, whether it's, you know, you see some, 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 cute, some cute girl or some good-looking guy, and you said, you know what, I'm just going to go say hello. And they may be just somebody you talk to for a few minutes, or they may be somebody you have a you know, good relationship with. In my case, with this product, I said, well, why not? Even though I had the bad experience of being burned with that company 12 years ago, I said, I can't live my life on fear. So I'm just going to, you know, I made the promise to myself that I'm going to give this my best effort as possible. If it means I go in debt, so what? It's not the end of the world. I can pay it off. I've had debt before. I've paid it off. I can pay up this one too. So why not? Because at the end of the day, at the end of your life, you need to have stories that you can tell. And if all you did was watch TV and sit on the silence and talk about other people and things that they've done, well, then you're just living vicariously through other people. But if you can have your own stories, whether it's like a road trip that you did, you said, you know what, I'm going to get on a plane next week and I'm going to wherever, 
you have a great story to tell because you can actually talk about something that you did and it make, brings a smile to your face. I, I think you're so right. And one other really important thing that we can bring in is imagine the example you're creating for your kids. I mean, Absolutely. I felt 100%. so guilty, right? Do you do you see it now? See the, fact now? That it, the fact that you're creating such an incredible example for your kids? Oh, 100%. That was the main thing that I've used in the back of my mind to motivate myself whenever I got down and depressed about it and not thinking anything was moving along because I got stagnant or got stuck, you know, not getting manufacturing or whatever. I said, this is a great life lesson for my kids because, again, I didn't know anything about baking for sure. I didn't know anything about manufacturing. I didn't know next to nothing about patents other than getting burned by some company. And I said, um, and I use it as an example to my kids and my my boys are five and ten. So the ten-year-old understands it more but the five-year-old you know, I could ask him a question and say, oh, what's, what's shape and bake? What's bake any shape? He's like, oh, that's where you can make any shape you want. So it's, it's the bonding. It's so funny. Yeah, it's the bonding that you're having with your kids that they are sponges and they are smarter than, you, than you'll ever think that they are because they'll be so creative because they think in a creative childlike way. Yeah. In regards to my product, you know, I gave my son, you know, five shapes and I said, you know, semi-shapes. And I said, well, how many can you come up with? And he came up probably like at least five or ten more than I could come up with. So It's, it's a- great. It really is. And I have to say, in the beginning when I started my business, I felt so guilty. I was taking all this time away from my kids. I felt like maybe I should be playing blocks with them a little more. Until the day that I had my kindergartner's teacher give me a phone call and tell me how my child stood up in front of the class and gave a full-blown presentation on the Glovey's product to their classmates. Wow. And it's funny, we, we are teaching them, you know, more than we probably see. So we're coming up to a close on the show. So I want to try to get through with our next um, two business tips. So business tip number four, pursue your dreams. Oh, isn't that true? And that's, that's pretty simple and straightforward. Go for what you want in life. And the last tip is control your emotions and excitement by doing research first and spending money second. I said that before, and then I'll close with that. So important. Money is finite. You only have a limited amount of it, just like time. So if uh-huh. you don't treasure it, if you don't try to you know, hold on to it as much as possible, just like your time is going to go by and you're going to spend years spinning your wheels, you'll be also in you know, thousands of dollars in debt. So very important. Wow. I I have to tell you, I have thoroughly enjoyed this interview today. Me I want to thank you so much for being a guest on Paying It Forward. And I wish you a lot of su- success. I hope, sh- I hope to see you on Shark Tank. Yeah. Uh, if you get a chance, Josephine, just after the show, just shoot me an email with the uh, ABC information for the trade show. I'll check that out. Also, and your, your package designer, if you can. All right. That sounds perfect. Well, thanks again for being a part of Paying It Forward. And everyone have a wonderful, productive week. And I'll see you next week on Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Tarasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons learned, both good and bad, and sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of paying it forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. 
And for more great ideas, information, tools, tips, and tricks in life and in business, join us next week for more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com.